Welcome everybody to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. Oh, I know it's been a while. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Life and like all the things have been getting in the way. I've been talking about this dang 50th episode like forever. Like I feel like it's like <laughs> the thing that I've been talking about. I was like, oh my God, I need to stop talking about it. So what happened was is <laughs> I, um, so I recorded this episode and the episode 51 that will follow this, which is an awesome interview with Kelly Moncla from the Pinball Mafia and the awesome Moncla family out of Beaumont, Texas. Um, that's going to be episode 51. Um, but this episode recorded uh, like mid to late May, I'm thinking mid-May. Yeah, mid-May. And then yeah, and then the world exploded and everything <laughs> happened. Um, you, know, you know, George Floyd, everything that kind of you, we've been talking about the last month and a half had happened. And I felt, I was like, at first when it all happened, I thought I can't release like pinball content right now. I just, I did not feel good. That it was like not a good space for me. And then everything happened. And I didn't think that releasing pinball content was like the I didn't feel right about it at that point. And then that's when I had decided to do the diversity panel, which you guys heard. That was the last episode I released. And this episode, the 50th episode kind of just sat there and I was like, oh no, I'm going to need to re-record this because it sounds a little <laughs> out of date. And right. um, one like of the, the ladies- longer we sat on it, like the longer, <laughs> like we thought like nothing we said is relevant. In May, we thought this will all blow over. We'll be fine. We'll be yeah. hanging out in June. Like yeah, we were, we were, we're so start optimistic. <laughs> so you guys are hearing her. She is one of my awesome friends. Um, she is one of the co-director, league directors for Bells and Chimes San Antonio. And she was on the Moms episode, which was one of the first 10 or 15 episodes. Uh, I'd like to welcome back Tina Rotman. Yay! <laughs> welcome back, Tina. Thank you. Yeah, I, I thinking back to what we talked about in May, we were we were so hopeful. <laughs> There's joy. They're like we, we were still like it could happen. We pinball could happen in the summer. No, <laughs> let's just, like, just like, scratch all that. Scratch that. Um, but it, it, you and Tina was the one that encouraged me. She's like, we should re-record the show. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Because I was like trying to edit it, and it it did sound dated because we were talking about like all kinds of things. We're like, oh man, like I think at this point we're out, like, yeah. Good call, Tina. So, so here we are. We're re-recording this episode, and um, I'm super excited to to have Tina back on the show. Um, she's so much fun, and she's just a huge part of like what I do uh, when we're running bells and chimes here. And, and Tina, her official hat is operations director. So essentially, she runs the the day to day for us um, with bells and chimes. For people who don't know you, Tina, or as a kind of reintroduction, can you give us a quick rundown of your uh, pinball origin story? Pinball origin story. Yes. Yes. So apologize, apologizing. And we were talking about re-recording. So that in May, we were so optimistic. So I'm going to apologize in advance if the July version of us is like jaded now. We're so bitter uh, and twisted. But yeah, my pinball origin is, uh, it really kind of starts with um, my brother. Like uh, when we were kids, my grandma had um, a pinball at her house. But I rarely got to play. I was the youngest of all the cousins. And it was just, and a lot of times it wasn't even turned on. It was just kind of a cool thing at our house. So, um, but recently um, he moved, he moved to San Antonio from Austin 
And he had a coworker who um, is a competitive player that he would play with. And so when he moved here from Austin, he would he was just googling where do, where can I go play pinball, and he found the coffee shop. And then um, we're so competitive, my brother and I. So he's like, "You want to come?" I was like, "Heck yeah! I'm gonna kick your butt." <laughs> So I had no idea that it would open up like this whole world, you know, like this like passion I didn't know I had. Like, I think another thing that I love about it is how welcoming everybody was. Like in the beginning, I was awful. And but it didn't matter. <laughs> We're not. Awful. It didn't matter. Well, I didn't know. I think I told you the story in the last podcast about how like. I actually was decent. I did beat my brother and that was very satisfactory. Mm-hmm. But when trying to find out about the, like the pinball competition, I was asking Sammy about it and he was like, yeah, yeah. And then like later I was like, something's wrong with this machine. And like, I hadn't pushed the start button. <laughs> so I was super embarrassed. And so that first competition, I was somewhere, I was not last, but I, and I was so proud of that. <laughs> So, but everybody was super welcoming and, you know, it was fun, like, to get into all the groups. And I think now that we're not playing, I think that's what I miss the most is, like, because especially when we were playing in Bells, we were playing together. We were getting together every two weeks for our competitions, you know. And so you become, like, such a tight-knit little group, you know. We were all cheering each other on and, like, ooh, you got a, you know, congratulations, you got a new job. And, you know, so-and-so is expecting a baby and... You know, it's nice to be there for one another. And it feels like we're missing a little bit of that. I mean, I appreciate, uh, I don't know if you, uh, if other Bells are doing this, but I appreciate that Lauren has has made an opportunity for us to still have our community. So every Thursday night we do a meetup and just chat about nonsense. And, you know, it's fun. It's fun to still be, to be there for one another. So if other Bells chapters are listening to that, if y'all haven't set up something like that, it it has meant a lot to me for you guys to, to, you know, be with me, even though I'm very isolated (laughs) in my house. And I think that's kind of one of the reasons why I did it. You know, I feel, I'm very much an extrovert and I'm aware of this. So for me, this isolation has been really hard because I'm like, I want to go out and talk to people. Like I hugged my brother yesterday and (laughs) I had realized that I had not hugged another human being besides my husband in months and it made me really sad because I just hadn't thought about it because I'm like for those of you who don't know me I will probably hug you within 10 minutes of knowing you because I am a hugger I but I will like if I will respect your space like if you're not a hugger you you probably should let me know. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm that person. So I was just like, man, this is such a bummer. And I saw that other Bell's chapters were kind of doing like meetups and like happy hours and things like that. Um, and we were do- originally doing it just for the Bell's for Bell San Antonio. And it was doing really well. But then I would notice that like, you know, Matt or some of the other guys from our like Alamo City Pinball League would be all like, hey, can we come hang out? I'm like, yeah, sure. And then I was like, you know what? This is just going to be a San Antonio pinball thing. So it became like yeah. the Alamo City Pinball Meetup, which it's like most, it's mostly bells anyway. <laughs> but, you know, we well, have like a couple of the guys. Yeah. It <laughs> was like, you know, more little extroverts too. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I, you know, I've been really happy with the turnout. And, you know, we have like our, our main like group that shows up every week. But that, like the last couple of weeks, we've had like people pop in that I haven't talked to in a while. Like uh, our friend Sean had popped in. I was like, I haven't talked to him forever. Melody popped in. Like, you know, there's been so many different people. Um, our friend Adam, who like he comes to some of our events, he popped in. Having the meetup has made the loneliness not as 
bad. So at least because for for me, like, you know, pinball is such a social thing, like at least at least in my point of view that like at least the meetups kind of help with that. We do talk about other things besides pinball. We we now um, formed a pinball book club, but, you know, we've done other things besides chat about pinball. So um I just want to, you know, if you guys are organizers in your local cities, I know some of you are getting together, some are not. Um, I know IFPA still hasn't sanctioned any events, but uh, if you have Gmail, uh, Google Meet is free for you to use up to like 100 or 200 people. It's ridiculous. So it's really easy to use. If you have any questions, feel free to message me and I will walk you through it because I use it on a daily basis for my job. Uh, I definitely would recommend that. And, and thank you, Tina, for bringing that up. That was really sweet. I was like, thank you. So, um, so talking about COVID and isolation and like, I mean, we were so hopeful. Like we were full like, <laughs> it's going to be fine. The summer is going to burn off COVID because, you know, we, that's what we thought back then. And we're in Texas. So we're like, oh, God, please, everyone wear your mask. <laughs> right. I believe like, that people would like just wear your, ma- wear your mask. We'll be fine. Oh, 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 yeah. OK. <laughs> yeah, y'all. I said it on Facebook, but I'll say it again. I am sorry. I'm like, I swear, like Texans are super smart. And, and we just are not coming off that way in the media. But, um, but for the most most part, I would say most people are wearing their masks. So yeah, um, I was pleasantly surprised like today, a couple weeks ago before, before it was mandatory. I like drove through the parking lot. I had to get a prescription at HEB and I drove through the parking lot and 70% of people were not wearing masks. And I was like, but I drove through the parking lot today and everybody I saw was wearing masks. So it seems like I mean, it's scary that like our hospitals are nearly at capacity and like maybe that's what it took for people to go, oh, crap, this is real. Okay. <laughs> like I can wear a mask, but it looks like people are being careful. And so even though for those of us that have been super careful the whole time, somebody had a meme about like, like, you know, the people, <laughs> the people who have been careful the whole time or the people who are just used to doing the whole project, <laughs> the whole project by, themselves. by themselves. Yeah, I saw that <laughs> meme. It totally made me laugh because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been crazy in Texas with COVID. And I live like just outside of San Antonio. We're, you know, finally like they cracked because in my little town, like people are like, no, nah, I don't need to wear them. And I'm like, no, you do. You do. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're finally cracking down on that, which is a good thing. Um, I wanted to bring up the schedule for the podcast. I, you know, I was kind of all over the place. I, I was working on some self-care. You know, my job has been really nutty. Um, me trying to figure out how to work from home and how to work remotely. That's really new for me the last couple. I mean, I've been doing it since March, but I feel like I finally have gotten into a groove where I kind of like, okay, I have a plan. Um, and I've been told by my job that this is probably going to be my norm. Like this is, I don't see us going back to me being in the office eight to five Monday through Friday. So it's been a, an adjustment for me. And one of the things I, I wanted to do is kind of let you guys know, cause I kind of feel like I don't, I want you guys to be able to expect your content at a certain amount of time. Um, so I want you guys to know that my plans moving forward are, are to have an episode every other week. So this would be the, the episode for the week of the sixth. Um, our next episode, we'll have two episodes this week because we'll have this episode and the episode with Kelly Moncla. Um, but the next episode will be coming out the week of the 20th. So we'll just do it every other week. Um, I know I was putting out episodes every week for a while, but um, until I can get things settled down in my personal life, we're just going to do every other week 
also pinball content is a, a bit at a low point because we're not like out there doing stuff and and having events and things like that so that that's been a challenge as well so i wanted to let you guys know uh, about the new schedule big thing that came out like for my podcast of course was you know and i talked about it a moment ago the diversity episode a lot of feedback a lot of some good well actually i want to say like i want to say 80 percent of it was good like people reached out to me and told me you know how much they enjoyed the podcast um how much they you know got value out of it they were happy that people were saying something um, you know, I just felt like, you know, I was in a unique position to have that conversation. And um, I had a, I had some friends that were willing to have that conversation with me. Um, that episode meant a lot to me. And, and I'm so glad that, that it has resonated within the community. The the 20%, though, they kind of suck. <laughs> they uh, there, are, there are some people out there that were uh, no bueno. Um, got some hate mail. That was a first. It was just, it was just rough. It was a, and I took it really hard, even though I was like, we have to have, be comfortable with having uncomfortable conversations just from a like self esteem. Like, you know, you, every, you, everybody knows, like you could have 80 people say you're awesome, but then 20 people say you suck. And it's like, those are the voices that just get amplified in your mind. It's like, it, it's just, and it's terrible. So I kind of had to kind of deal with that kind of emotional turmoil as well. And I want to thank uh, Kate, um, she did. I am not. I have a. I have a pin side account, but I am almost never on pin side um, because I only go there like for specific pinball machine related questions, or if I need to find out the value of a machine. Like I'm in and I'm out. I don't go into the forums whatsoever because I just, I just don't. <laughs> so she made a point of cross posting the podcast on pin side, and. Um, you know, she was really in there moderating. So I, I just for I, I want to say thank you to her. Thank you for everybody that posted it on their social media platforms. Um, you know, my friends from like Logan Arcade, um, the folks we had on the episode, um, you know, Steve and Jack. And um, it, it was just a, it was a really good moment for me. I just I really enjoyed doing that episode. And for everybody who found value in it, I, I appreciate it. And I think the biggest thing for me was I got a comment from Jeff Teolis, who's kind of like the voice of pinball for, for those of you who don't know Jeff, most of you should, if you're listening to this podcast, but if you don't, Jeff is the host of pinball profile and he also hosts final round with Marty Robbins. And he is like, I consider him one of like the big people in pinball and he had nothing but lovely things to say to me the other day when I chatted with him and I'm like, Jeff, I'm going to (laughs) cry. It was really nice. And I was like, thank you. I appreciate that. So um, for, for all of you that took the time to listen to the episode and and share the episode with your friends, um, I really appreciate that. It it means the world to me. And I know it meant a lot to all the people that took the time to, to chat during that episode. So thank you so, so much. I think what I appreciated about it was it wasn't just you, you know, like even though you're kind of kind of taking the brunt because you're the the host of the podcast, you assembled some some really like a fantastic team. Like it was a lot of good voices to hear from and to have that conversation. So it wasn't just your point of view, you know, it sounded like you kind of even took a backseat and let everybody else have their chance to speak up just kind of using their plat- your platform. So I appreciated that. And I appreciated also that I felt like I felt like it wasn't just lip service, you know, like, because I feel like, like all the companies or, you know, organizations that put out a statement, like it felt like a lot of them, it felt like that's all it was. 
like, here's our statement. Okay, we're not really actually trying. You know, like I got an email from, I don't know, like a cupcake bakery. That yeah, they... it's like like Old Navy. Like, it's like, yeah. thank you. <laughs> you know, like, like, so, like I found out how every company felt. And and while I appreciated the sentiment at some time, and I think Steve even brought it up, like, you know, it's like, you know, thank you for letting me know how you feel, X company. But, you know, was what was beyond that like oh you said something but what did you do after that what were the actionable things that you did right right and i i think that that you know putting putting that out there and letting people know like no really we're we're taking action i i think that that matters you know and 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 blah words (laughs) i think that as bells and I, i think that i didn't realize how valuable bells were until like after we won the twip our twippy for best league san antonio bells we won and we talked about during our little acceptance speech even though our microphone didn't pick us up very well (laughs) what we said was that we felt like a win for us was a win for all bells because we were the first like the first chapter to be nominated um you know like it it really mattered and um, you know, for, for the longest time, Bells to me is just like, we were just having fun, you know, like it's just women getting together and, and having fun and supporting one another. And it was awesome. But I think I realized when we won that it's bigger, bigger than us, you know, like it really, it really matters for us to, to have a presence and to take up space and to let people know, like we're here and we matter. And like, and I, and I should know better, but I did read like some of the YouTube comments and like, 80%, 90, 95% of them were super awesome and supportive. But then there's that 5% that like helps me realize like, no, like this is why we matter. Like we need to, we need to be loud women in this space. And we need to talk about like, we deserve a place and we have every, every right to be here. So I feel like the diversity chat is, is really kind of the same thing from a different angle. Like it, it matters. We need to speak up. And so even though, um, there's been that reaction and I haven't gone to read the comments either because I've learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I know better. And I feel like and my heart is a little Hufflepuff, right? So I'm like, you are my friend and I love you. And I'm so loyal to you that if somebody hurts your feelings or even if you don't know about it, and if somebody says something ugly about you, I'm like, Was it? oh, that's my friend. Like Aww. it's going to hurt me as much as it would hurt you if you knew about it. So <laughs> I haven't read the comments either. But I'm going to assume that they're good, mostly. <laughs> I, I have not read all of them, but I think the sweetest thing is that when we were having our, our meetup for San Antonio, uh, one of the guys, Miguel, he's like, hold on a second. And he curated like a list of all the good ones. He took out all the bad stuff. He's like, read this. And I'm like, Moose, I was like, you're so sweet. I was like, oh. I was like, I was like, oh, this is so nice. Um, but uh, yeah, now I've read most of them, and I'm gonna be a big girl. I'm gonna put put on my big girl panties and and read them eventually. All of them eventually. Um, but I I, I wanted to single out Kate because she kind of was doing a lot of the um moderating that because it kind of went it went on pin side then it went off pin side then it went on but then they like closed down the comments and I'm like good lord <laughs> so <laughs> it was just one of those things and um but I I think you know standing you know kind of pin pin side aside um I I stand by the episode I think that you know overall there was a lot of really good conversations and, and a place for us to start having that conversation and um 
you know, as uh, Steve said, it was kind of like, you know, we've always been talking about gender and, and the challenges that we have as uh, women and non-binary and, and um, uh, different folks um, outside of men. Uh, we've talked that we know that challenge, but then, you know, um, racism and race and has been kind of riding the bench. And now we're kind of having that conversation as well. And I, and I thought that was a, a great quote and a, and a great comment. Um, but I, I do want to thank everybody who took the time again to, to listen to the diversity episode. I, I really truly appreciate it. So um, it'll be there. If you haven't heard it yet, it's still there. You can go check it out. Um, it's a great panel episode. Uh, more pinball news. So in the midst of all of this, cause I think before the diversity panel, I hadn't had an episode out since like, early May. So we had two machines come out, Tina. We had Hot Wheels from American Pinball and we had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles come out from Stern. I'm like, what? Um, And then we also had, I think we talked about Heist and Heist came out from Multimorphic. That was like closer to like late March, early April. Um, But Hot Wheels and um, Ninja Turtles came out. Um, We had known, we had talked about it a little bit, both of them. Hot Wheels from American Pinball, it looks cool. I'm not, I don't want to pass judgment on it because it's like I haven't played it. Um, I've seen lots of gameplay. I It looks cool. But, I mean, does Hot Wheels sing to me as a theme? And I'm like, I'm a theme person. So I'm just kind of like, eh. You know, I'm like, it, I I know, like, my brother had Hot Wheels and Matchbox cars. And he loves that kind of stuff. I remember, you know, he had the little gas station and the ramps with the loop-de-loop. And it, it has some of that in there. It just... I think it's going to be one of those I'm going to have to play. It's kind of the same way I feel about like Stranger Things. Still haven't had a chance to play that as well. It didn't make it down to San Antonio before all of you know COVID happened. But have you had any chance to see any of the videos or pictures, Tina? Yeah, we watched uh, we watched his stream. I can't remember whose stream, but we watched it, and um, I'm excited about it. Now, I think before I saw it, like just the idea of a Hot Wheels theme, right? Like, was kind of like, meh, meh. I don't care. Like, how could it possibly like it's not the same as playing with Hot Wheels, right? Like you have to build the track and do little loops and flips and whatever. So I don't really like I just didn't get like how could that translate to a pinball machine? But watching the stream, like it did look like fun. Like it looked really cool. And like I liked that like your like their speed matters or the different gears and like I even felt like the animations were done really well. So like um Okay, my son is about to turn six. He'll turn six in a couple weeks. So, like, I think about pins now in terms of, like, what pins would I want in my house, right, <laughs> with a six-year-old kid? So, his favorite machine is Deadpool, and he knows Deadpool from the pinball <laughs> machine. And, like, I was a little embarrassed. He saw some, like, punk kid wearing a Deadpool shirt, and he was like, whoa, Deadpool, cool, man. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> The kid who was wearing a Deadpool shirt, like, kind of looked at me with judgment. And I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> like, Deadpool is super cool because it has, you know, T-Rex and it has, you know, sharks and a dragon and you fight the bad guys. And it is, like, for a six-year-old little boy, like, the best. But, like, we rented it for a couple weeks because um, our coffee shop is is renting out their machines since we can't go play together. So, we hmm. rented, we rented um, Deadpool. And we had it in the house for a couple of weeks. And, uh, of course, uh, over the moon excited. Like, we had, and so I made sure to tell him, like, this is not ours. This, it's like, we're, rent- we're checking it out. It's like the pinball library band. It's, it's going back to Mr. Mike in a couple of weeks, okay? And he was like, Mom, 
If you send it back, I'm sending you back. <laughs> I know. I couldn't keep a straight face. I was like, um. So anyway, like it was super fun. But I think having it in our house, like I, I picked up some of the like the little the more like crude jokes that are in there because it is Deadpool. And I was like, eh. Like, I'm okay with you playing this in our house for a couple weeks. I don't know about you owning this and repeating some of those crude jokes. So, <laughs> like, mm, no. So, in the meantime, like, we watched we watched the stream of Hot Wheels. And, like, there's no naked ladies. Like, the animation of, like, they have, like, a claymation T-Rex come out and, like, trash, you know, trash the city. And you have to go, like, help. And I was like, it has a T-Rex. It's pretty cool. Um and you know, and and you know, speeding cars, and I think uh, I forget what else it has, but yeah, it passed the kid test. He was super excited about it. <laughs> and like uh, Matthew used to collect Hot Wheels when he was a kid. He still has like a ton, apparently, at his parents' house. I've never seen them, but like, like he was the kind of kid who could keep them in the package and be like, this is going to be a collector's item. And like, apparently he has all these hot wheels from years, like still in the package and like, really? So he was like, maybe I could sell my hot wheels, but hot wheels machine. I don't know if he's serious about it, but it would be cool. It would, it would be cool. I don't know if people are still buying, you know, mint condition are, are people still buying that kind of stuff. I don't know, but he'll, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that he was serious about that plan, but it would be super cool. So really, same thing with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, I was like, are we just rehashing themes? Like, come on now. We've we've run out of ideas. It's like uh, Hollywood, where it's like, okay, you guys are just remaking like the same movies over and over. Um, You know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out from Stern. It there had been a lot of rumors about it. Um, I saw the stream um, from Marco. They did the unboxing and the giveaway with. project pinball which i thought was super cool um they also had uh zombie yeti and his daughter on the stream as well to talk about the art and i think that was i was like his daughter helped with the artwork um she's on instagram doodles moors and i'll put a link in the show notes but i thought like her and i like i just love zombie yeti um and i forgot that he did the artwork on primus which will come up in a comment towards the end of the show (laughs) um but he uh he's done several machines for stern um, I think the art package on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is awesome. Do I think we needed another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pinball machines? Mm, I don't know. Um, people are saying it's super cool. You know, I, I've heard nothing yeah. but good things. And it looks cool on the video, on the streams, and on the everybody playing the machine. I Again, waiting to pass judgment. It look, The art's amazing. You know, it looks like a lot of fun. Um, I, I just... I just would like to see new themes, <laughs> not like, I mean, there was already a Ninja Turtles machine in existence. Did we need another one? Exactly. And I felt that way because I felt that way with Jurassic Park. I was like, man, man. But I think I might be coming around a smidge. Like, hear me out. <laughs> so, like, I think that at least, like, okay, let me talk Jurassic Park. So, like, the old one. Or even even teenage mutant blah, 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 I can't even say it teenage the turtles <laughs> the turtles <laughs> like the old machine like it was just a little bit like clunky you know and yeah. so like stern machines um 
I think that they they really kind of come a long way over the years, like just the lights, the music, the art, like every everything coming together to a really cool package, I think is just, it takes it to another level. So even though I wish that they would come up to, with new ideas or listen to us about our dream themes and be like, oh yeah, <laughs> of course, of course we need, uh, you know, whatever. Um, all the things that we've everybody has talked about on your podcast, we've thrown out some genius ideas. I know. <laughs> um, by the way, um, we have a list of dream themes at the website backboxpinballpodcast.com. So if, <laughs> if you don't want to listen to all the episodes, which you should because they're all amazing, uh, all the guests are awesome. But if you want to just see a big old list, you can go to the website and check it out. Oh, good, good. I'm glad you have that. See, it's <laughs> it's researchable. So I think that there are plenty of there are plenty of things that will that will definitely like will definitely sell. But I kind of I kind of understand taking an old theme that was popular that still like has a fan base and just making it better. I don't know. Like I'm coming around to that idea a little bit because yeah. the I think the turtles machine does look pretty cool and it looks a lot cooler than like the original, even though it has like some of the same things. Oh yeah, and I think you know, I just think that there, I get it. Like the um, average buyer demographic is going to be wanting like '80s, '90s nostalgia. Like I can see it. You know, Stranger Things kind of crossed both because it's a nostalgia show. So yeah, I, I get that. But it, it's just like you know, there are other stuff going on. Please, did you see? I've like super got into this web cartoon called Laura Olympus. By the yes. way, I'm like I'm super into it. Y'all don't even know. It's like yeah. <laughs> It's so bad, but it's great. It's like, and it's like about Greek myths. And I think, I know, I want to say somebody has said Greek mythology, at least to me. And if it's not on the list, it might be on the list. But by the way, if you guys get a chance, Webtoon, the app, uh, Lore Olympus, it's amazing. But it's, there's so much stuff out there. I'm like, there's so much stuff. You know, I just, sometimes I feel like we go back to the well a little too often. I'm like, but, but the, Fan base is built in. So I get it. It's a formula for start. And obviously the formula is working. So, yeah. Well, I, I got excited about that one too, because it's another one that passes the test. Like I can have <laughs> it in my house with a six-year-old kid and not worry about crude jokes or naked ladies or, you know, whatever. So, yeah, no, no. And I mean, that's it. That's a huge like thing too. It's like, um, you know, I, I don't have kids, but I appreciate the fact that, you know, maybe you don't want like, you know, crude or you know adult language or adult themes um on a family machine so i I get that so um i like the fact that something like rick and morty they have the ability to tone it down or tone it up you know just depending on you know where that machine's going to sit so uh, i i like having those options on there as well you know i had a we're moving along talking about you know tina and me and, and tina and i have been friends you've been involved with the league for going on a year and a half, two years. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. So it'll be, you know, I think you, you were there in the beginning and then you came and decided, you know, Hey, I want to help Lauren out. I'm like, yes, yes. Success. Um, you know, right now I think we're in a kind of a, a weird space for bells. Cause again, we're not playing. It's a, it's a league, you know, I'm excited to see other women's leagues form. Um, you know, you have things like babes in Pinland and, other uh, ladies leagues, you know, pinball women of Ottawa. Yeah, there's so many other groups that are out there. You know, women's chapters are just growing and I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see where we go. And, and I see more and more Bell's chapters pop up, you know, <laughs> week after week, especially when before COVID happened, you know, I was like, I, you know, there was Bell's and Chimes, New Mexico. I was like, there's a chapter in Albuquerque. I was like, that's awesome. 
um, you know, it's, I, I just, I have so much love for bells and chimes that, you know, even if the podcast went away, if everything went away though, I would still be in bells. Like I would be uh, the, the league has become such a huge part of my life. Um, you know, I never thought like getting into pinball and then, you know, I would end up with this whole amazing group of friends. Um, you know, I think it's funny. You get to an age where you're like, it's hard to make friends, which I know it sounds odd. Like, especially for you younger people that are listening, you get to a point where like all those things where you would go to meet people go away. Like school goes away. Um, you know, the bars and clubs that goes away. So pretty much you're going to meet your friends from work or work. So, <laughs> um, so, you know, to, to meet women who are like really into pinball, just like you, but from this wide cross, you know, stretch of community, you know, women that I know we probably, our paths never would have crossed if it wasn't for pinball. Um, so for me, like that, this has been such a wonderful opportunity to make new friends. And I feel like you and, and Christina and, you know, everybody else in the league, you know, I haven't talked to Nadia in months, you know, I like Regina, you know, is like one of my besties. Like I just think all of you guys at uh, Courtney, I mean, you know, I Lori, I was just like, I miss all of them so much. And it's like, Oh no. Um, but like, I, you know, like Melody, you know, Melody's having a baby. It's like, you know, it, I mean, there's all these things, all these things happen to all these women. They're all my friends. And it's like, you want to celebrate these wins with them and, and celebrate these milestones and and we're stuck inside. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but, you know, I'm rambling a little bit, but, um, you know, I've just been so, I miss bells, I think is what it, like, it all boils down to that statement. I miss bells. Yeah. Like we, we matter to each other, you know, like I want to, you know, I want to celebrate Melody's baby and, you know, I know I'm like, we're not going to have a freaking baby shower. I'm like, and like we have baby Nora. I saw her on the feed the other day. For those of you who have seen, there is a bells and chimes photo out there um, of our group from the fall and it has a baby in it. That's baby Nora and baby Nora like loves pinball and like the sounds don't bother her. And, you know, we saw, you know, um, Destiny and Gilbert, you know, they, you know, baby Nora was, you know, baking in the oven for nine months. Then she was born and like, she's just grown up. And I saw her in the feed like a week or two ago. And I'm like, she's a mini adult. I was like, upset. <laughs> and I was like, I don't even know why. Like, I mean, I was just like, man, look at her. She's like, oh, cause like the last time I saw her, she's like a oh, baby. And now I'm like, look, she's got like, she's walking and talking. And I'm like, no. <laughs> oh so you know like you said it's just like all these milestones that we've now become a part of each other's lives and and it's just a bummer (laughs) it's like freaking covid covid has just harshed my mellow but uh (laughs) but i think you know i i definitely you know this is a good opportunity i'm gonna try to find the silver lining tina this is an opportunity for us to like you know, get some organizational things done. You know, we can, I have been like saving and like building our pile of prizes. Um, I got to give shout out to my girl, Kate Martin. Um, you guys know her as the coordinator and founder of whipped the, uh, Women's International uh, Pinball Tournament at Pinburg. Um, she runs Bells and Chimes New York City, or she's one of the the uh, coordinators for that. And she and I did a, a swap, and I got some really cool shirts from the the bar she works at, and some uh, NYC Bell stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. so I've got 
I'm like, I've got a hoard going on of like awesome nice. pinball prizes. And I, I, we don't have a ton, but if you are interested, if you are a Bell's chapter or something, and you want to do like a shirt for shirt swap, we have some shirts. So if you guys like the Pluto pinball shirts that Bells and Chimes San Antonio wears, um, we have some shirts. So I want to make the offer out there. If you guys want to do like a, a swag swap, uh, email me either, you know, I'd probably just be easier to email me at the podcast, but uh, email me and we'll chat. But, um, but I want to put that offer out there for everybody. I would, so, love that. I would love to own like t-shirts from like a bunch of different cities and like from different chapters of bells. That would be really cool. I know that yeah. everybody has super cool, super cool shirts. Yeah. Everybody like, you know, I mean, the bells and chimes from Boston has a fun shirt. I love the bells and chimes Austin shirt. Um, that's a cool shirt. Um, there's so many neat designs out there. You know, I love, even though it's not a Bell's chapter, my babes in Pinland shirt, I get comments on that every time I'm out and about like people are like, Oh my God, cats. It's like, it appeals to so many people. People are into pinball, people who like cats, you know, it's like so many different things. I love being able to talk about like pinball stuff. Cause people do stop me. Like when I'm in my gear or they'll see my car, which is now covered in pinball stickers and they'll talk to me about it. And I get so excited. I'm like, yes, let's talk about pinball. And you're not leaving for 20 minutes. <laughs> you're like, you just made a passing comment about my sticker. And I'm like, let me talk to you. Do you have a few minutes to talk about pinball? I have a template. Let me go grab my bike. So, but yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, just wanted to, to comment on that. And, you know, this being the 50th episode and, you know, it was funny. The um, my anniversary for the podcast was the first week of June. Um, so I didn't really feel like, you know, because Ooh. everything was going on. Yeah. I, I didn't like necessarily have like a birthday or anniversary thing. This was going to be it. But, you know, things happen. Things change. It made me realize like, oh, my God, I've been doing this for a year. You know, we started out with um, Raleigh and with Elizabeth from Bells Houston. And they're amazing. They're still like always there giving us so much support and coming to our stuff. And, you know, I was like, oh, we were going to have SummerSlam. And I was like, I don't think we're going to have SummerSlam because SummerSlam is supposed to be. I think we had it slated for August. It's just, I just don't know. It with like, <laughs> We're a little jaded now. As we said earlier in the show, like, I don't think we're going to plan anything. <laughs> <laughs> so Courtney's going to get to hold on to her belt or her abuelitas. <laughs> yeah. So our plan really was, <laughs> so we have, we have this super awesome, like wrestling belt that should be passed around for each SummerSlam. So Courtney won it last year. She gets her name on it and it was supposed to be passed on to somebody else for this year. But I think like if we just carve like 2020 in it, like 2020 just owned us. Yeah, like, it doesn't need anybody's name. <laughs> you know, that's such a good point. <laughs> who won 2020? 2020 did. <laughs> that's who won. Um, or 2020 COVID. <laughs> that was the winner of SummerSlam 2020 COVID. Um, but uh, I've talked about this in other shows, but yeah, uh, Courtney's um, abuelita, who her grandma, like displays all of Courtney's like medals and stuff. And like, she has the belt and like, I'm like, Courtney, I don't want to take the belt away from your grandma. <laughs> I was like, now I feel like a jerk. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> It's like, dang it, I'm gonna have to replace it with something. I don't. But, and I feel like I feel like Courtney is the person that I love to like razz a little bit and be like, Courtney, I'm coming from you. Because she always wins, you know. It's like does. Courtney, she, I'm gonna win this time. I mean, like, she, I'm I'm a real competitor. I'm a contender, you yeah. know. So I like to mess with her a little bit, but like now that I know that her grandmother <laughs> keeps on keeps trophies, on, like, I'm like you feel guilty. Yeah. yeah. It's like, 
like, oh, okay, awkward. So, but uh, but yeah, no, you always want to gun for Courtney. She's like probably one of our our top pay- players. Her Lori is another one too. Like, and um, you know, there's we have several ladies that do really well. But like the, between the two of them, it's always like I'm like, man, y'all. <laughs> it's like I want to win but then I'm like I was telling I've told somebody like I feel bad winning my own stuff like I talked about this in one of the episodes I'm like oh there's kind of awkward but I want to win like I want to win a trophy like a big trophy (laughs) I'm like Christina has the trophies at her place and I'm like I I held it like I'm not gonna lie y'all I held it like it was like my baby like the first place trophy because it's big like like I'd have to strap it in my car (laughs) so it's so big (laughs) Like I want to own this. Like I always do super well in the qualifier, like top of the top of the you know points or whatever. Like, and then when I start thinking, ah, oh, that trophy, that trophy could be mine, then I'm just like, yeah, exactly. Two in my yeah, head. Exactly. Somebody, it goes to Courtney. That's what happens. <laughs> it goes to her grandmother. Yeah, we're like we're going going to Courtney's grandma. The end. So, <laughs> so again, bells. If you're out there, if you want to do a swag swap, let me know. We'll we'll make it happen and. And hopefully Tina will get to to play some tournament stuff soon. Hopefully COVID goes away, or we find we, we figure we figure it out. We fi- figure out what's going to work for it. So um, I will say that it's been fun, like renting the machine. So so right now I'm renting. I've got Adam's family for the month of July. Nice. And Courtney got it for her birthday, and so she has her initials all up on it. So, so you can try to I, beat her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a little bit competitive. I'm like, I'm going to get my initials up there. Or I think my goal is to tour the mansion. I haven't done that before. I'll be pretty excited. One or the other. My initials, the mansion. One those of those are, still, those are admirable goals. I like it. Totally <laughs> like it. All right. So we're kind of wrapping up the show a bit. Um, and we usually do Inside the Pinball Arcade. But Tina's already done the the original set of questions um, when she was on the the mom's episode. I always call it the mom's episode because it was you and Melody. But um, I want to do something else. So we're going to have like a little bonus round of Inside the Pinball Arcade. Are you ready? Yes, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) All right. Bonus question. Question number one. What during all of this quarantine, COVID, like ridiculousness, what has been your go-to snack? Ooh. Um, I, my husband is, he's not a hoarder. He's not. I like how you have to preface that. I do. I do. He's not a hoarder. And he wasn't one of those that like bought up all the toilet paper. But yeah, he, y'all suck. He, <laughs> I got not, now there's no good toilet paper left. We just got weird toilet paper from Mexico that I've never heard of. And I'm like, where's my quilted northern dang it <laughs> so sorry yes. go on <laughs> but like you know at the beginning like at the beginning of all this like we kind of like there was just kind of this idea like this is the zombie apocalypse like we <laughs> have to survive like I, I think it's we've calmed down from that mindset a bit but in the beginning i think maybe that's why people i don't think that toilet paper would do anything against zombies but you know just that mindset of like oh like just panic buying so like he, he didn't really do that, but he was, like, adamant about, like, we're stocking our pantry. Like, what if we can't, like, get groceries for the next, you know, two months or whatever? We are stocking our pantry. So, one of the things he bought in bulk was, like, Pop-Tarts. Like, so many of them. <laughs> like, a whole case of them, which is actually a reasonable price considering, I don't know, that you would... I don't know that anybody ever needs a case of Pop-Tarts, but I guess they don't go bad very quickly, so... <laughs> I don't know. So we've had 
a steady supply of Pop-Tarts in our pantry since March. So it turns <laughs> out that I don't actually like Pop-Tarts that much. Uh, so like, I don't like the blueberry ones or the strawberries, but the s'mores Pop-Tarts are fabulous. So I think we ended up since March, we probably got another case of just the s'mores ones. <laughs> So I'm going to be eating those till 2022, probably uh, s'mores pop tarts. So I will say that that's not usually like my favorite snack. It's just what my, my pantry has been. Suffering. <laughs> so usually like I love Cheetos, like, especially since right now we're saving the world by like parking on the couch and watching Netflix. Like I caught up on everything. <laughs> yes. Like Cheetos seems to be like what you do, but we haven't, like, they don't last very long. We haven't bought a whole case of them. So if we get, like, a bag of Cheetos or whatever, like, it's gone within, like, a couple of days from whenever we get it from, from the store. So I haven't actually been eating it that much. But, or Oreos. See, I'm team toaster strudel, toaster strudel all the way. And, like, <laughs> I don't even have it that often. But so, like, my uh, sister-in-law was here staying with us for a hot minute. And she, like, had this whole box of toaster strudel. And I was like, I don't think I've had toaster strudel in, like, 20 years. But I was, like, longingly, like, wanted to, like, squeeze icing on my toaster strudel. I'm like, <laughs> and, I'm, like, it's still in the freezer. And I am kind of really want one. Like, it's weird. Like, the stuff that yeah. I've been eating. First of all, COVID-15 is, like, could it slowly slide into COVID-30. And I'm like, I don't need that in my life. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like, I'm at the store. And it's like, they're out of, like, your snacks that you want. And you're like, oh, I'll just get these snacks. So I, I've kind of been all over the place. I have like developed a weird obsession with Sour Patch Kids. Um, oh, yeah, that's, it's been like my go-to candy. And I'm actually usually like a dark chocolate person, like either dark chocolate or like Sour Patch Kids, like, like, um, like, um, like Sour Patch Straws, like the, the kind of sweet sour kind of thing. And I just saw that Sweet Tarts released something that's similar. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to go that <laughs> yesterday. Um, so those are usually the things I kind of go gravitate towards. So that's why I always ask the snack question, like in the bonus round, because we've had a few people on during COVID and I'm like, what's your go-to snack? Um, yes. So I love that Pop-Tarts. I will say that like when I was pregnant with my son, like apparently, like I didn't even know that that was a craving that I had. But one of my friends was like giggling when he gave me like a sour, like a sour gumball. He's like, here, do you to try this? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, this is the best thing that I've ever tasted <laughs> in my life. And, like, then it became, like, a mission to, like, find the Sour Patch Kids in the store. And, like, I wanted to eat key lime pie. And, like, anything sour was the best. And, like, even, like, to the point, like, it was so much of an assumption that, like, even after my son was born, like, I would see a pack of Sour Patch Kids on sale at HEB. And I'd be like, oh, my God, I have to get it. But regular me doesn't actually like it, like, that much. Like, it's good. But it's not, Just pregnant Tina. Yeah. It was nuts. Yeah. But, I like, it's uh, another thing... That I guess COVID has like a positive. Uh, here's the silver lining that COVID has done for me is like my level of adulting is, you know, gone up a smidge. Like <laughs> I've never made like a good pot of pinto beans. Like I've never like been able to season it quite right. And like, it's like an all day affair if you put it in a crock pot and then like to find out eight hours later that it's trash and it tastes terrible is disappointing. That's and the, it makes that's you not want to try. Yeah. But I've figured it out and I've seasoned it well. And I'm like, heck yes. I might so have to get made, that from you. Yeah. I made some I made some pinto beans. I made a pot. 
And like we had tacos one night and then I had these leftover pinto beans and I looked up on the YouTubes how to how to refry them and make refried beans. And I made my own bean and cheese tacos like I didn't just run down to Taco Cabana. And I was like, look at me. <laughs> I was so proud. Like I recorded a little video and sent it to my bestie. I was like, look at this. <laughs> Real <laughs> <I've> done. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I love it so much. Yeah, no, I have like. So I have, I've made, I can make beans. I don't do it all the time, you know, but I'm always like tweaking. Like, it's like one of those things, like, I wish I had asked, like, you know, my grandmother, like, dude, what's your bean recipe? So, and then even then, like, um, I love like borracho beans or like, you know, regular pinto beans. And like, we don't like my family was from Puerto Rico. We don't, we have it, but that's, it's like what the beans that we have are different. (laughs) So like growing up in South Texas, like, you know, somebody's grandma and I'm like, dude, these beans are amazing. And it's like, got like ham hocks and like cilantro and everything. It's amazing. It's like, dang it. It's like, oh, these are so good. Like when you have like, it's sad because like you get used to canned beans. And then when you have somebody's fresh beans, you're like, oh, like, what am I doing to myself? It's like, oh, <laughs> these are so amazing. Missing out. <laughs> it's like, it's like, and it's like, I almost like don't want to eat the fresh beans. Cause I'm like, no, no. Cause I, I know, <laughs> it's like, I know these are going to be amazing. And I'm going to be let down my, my stupid canned beans. But, uh, no, but, um, it's one of those, like, I love, I love this snack question. It just makes me laugh. So question number two, what has been like, best worst thing about this whole quarantine and being at home uh, for you best worst um oh hold on I'm like hang on this is a good question I hadn't thought about it hold on uh um so like right now there's just a lot of uncertainty like what I just feel like I'm in a waiting place like I'm on pause like what it what are things gonna look like in two weeks? What are things gonna look like in a month from now? Like will I be employed? Ah, what will will I be safe? You know, like it's very like it's just this every time I think about it, like I just become like overwhelmed, like with anxiety, like ah, like I there are no there are no answers. And I could get really mad about that, but like nobody has answers, you know, like nobody knows what this is going to look like or how to project it in the future and say, well, in six months from now, we'll be here or whatever. Like we, we don't know. And just to, to be okay with that is really like a struggle, you know, like, yeah. And then, you know, another thing is, is that I, I am high risk. So, um, and I think, you know, my husband is high risk. So we have been like super, super, super careful, like more careful than anybody we know. And like, and it's hard because we do have friends who like, don't totally understand that. Like, well, why just, just, you know, it's fine. Everything is fine. You're like, no, everything is not fine. (laughs) Like, please look at the news. Please listen to the people who are at the hospitals that are overwhelmed. Like, I do not want to be one of those, or I don't want to put myself in a situation where like, I've been so careful since March because I should be because I'm high risk and to just get tired of it and be like, okay, well, whatever. And just throw all that out the window at this point when like, if I get sick, like I won't be able to go to the hospital or if I go to the hospital, like what if that makes it worse? You know, like that's, I don't know. I'm sorry. That's, that's a very, I'm, I'm letting you know, like, kind of cluing in on all the like anxious thoughts that are swirling in my head. So I don't know if that makes 
other people feel just as anxious. Like when other people talk about this, like it makes me feel more anxious. Like, yeah, exactly. Ah. So it's, but, it's hard. The level of honesty. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I totally appreciate that. And like, it's changed the way I live my life. And you just think about all these things, like, you know, I, I have to do like work stuff and I have to get together with people. So I'm like slathering myself in antibacterial, you know, I'm like wondering like, you know, who touched what, when, and it's just, it's stressful. It's so stressful. And I can't even imagine, like, I am not in a high risk category, but I live with people who are. So I have to be aware of like, even though it may not be a risk for me, like, God forbid I have it. And I like, I mean, I bring it home and I'm like, I would be, be, I mean, there's no, I, I just can't even imagine what I would feel like if I like got my in-laws sick. Um, so like, we're like very aware of it here, but it, it's just, I think that everybody has that anxiety. So I, you know, I definitely don't want you to feel bad about that, Tina. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I mean, everybody listening, I'm sure is like had to do, deal with their own level of like anxiety and, and issues about it. But is there any silver lining to this? Has there been like one thing you're like, ah, all right, this hasn't been so bad about COVID. Yeah. Yes. I, I can talk about the silver lining. So I do go like some days I'm like that just crushing sense of anxiety, but other days I'm like, you know, like, it's okay. Like, I don't have any answers today. I don't know. I, you know, whatever. But, you know, what I do have today is like, like I've talked, I talked about it, like just being like the waiting place, like just, just waiting is the worst because you don't know. But like, if I'm just waiting, like I'm in my house with my family, like, you know, like what, what a gift to just like, I have zero responsibilities other than just, just being here and spending time um, with my loved ones. So, you know, and like my little guy just wants to, like, he just wants to cuddle on the couch. I'm like, okay. Like I'm chief lap in my house. Like if I just (laughs) sit on the couch, I'll have a kid and two dogs and like, I'm good. Like that's my whole, my whole little world. So I, I think if I, if I just kind of stop and like, whatever, like whatever's what, you know, tomorrow will take care of itself. I'm like, just live in the moment. Like this moment is okay. Like I, I am, you know, an introvert. And so <laughs> if I remember that and like, like, oh yeah, like there are times in my life when I would just love to just sit still and not move and just have the time to sit on my couch and have zero responsibilities. Like this is a gift. And, and, (laughs) you know, I'm sure that life will turn, will return to crazy soon enough. So I might as well just make the most of, of each day and and not worry about what tomorrow holds. So. I like that kind of live in the moment. So it, it, you have, and I agree. I think that we're getting a chance to live in the moment more often. I thought I would get more stuff done. Like, I think like in March, I was like, I'm going to get all these projects done and I'm going to be super like <laughs> organized and I'm going to do all the things. I'm like, F that. No. Like, no, like none I've done. Things have happened. Yeah. None of that has. I, like, I, you know what? I organized like my bathroom yesterday and I was super proud of myself. Although I realized like, okay, besides the first aid kit that you and Matt gave me that is now in my car, the like first aid box, y'all know, like if you have a box or like a cabinet that has all of your like rando drugs in it, like (laughs) not illegal drugs, like, you know, like Pepto-Bismol and, you know, whatever. I realized like that has moved with me like over like five or six moves. And like I had stuff that like expired like four years ago. I'm like, oh my God. 
I can't take any of this. Like I literally, the only thing I had in that box left was like gauze pads, a toothbrush and like hydro hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> It's like, I got to go buy more stuff. (laughs) But I was happy to, you know, I was like, look, I organized this. I'm so happy. I was like, yeah. So (laughs) it does like like, little things can make you like, like, I think we had big goals in March. Like, heck yeah, we got all this time at home. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to learn a language. None of that happened. Right. (laughs) They know. Uh, Or even just like, I'm going to clean out the garage. No. It didn't happen. But, like, there's little things that can bring you a sense of accomplishment. Like, hey, I found this today that's been missing for three weeks. So, (laughs) yes. Oh, my God. So, so true. All right. Final question, Tina. Desert Island Collection. So, we've now been quarantined. And we are quarantined for the, you know, foreseeable future. You know, and I really hope that everybody gets somewhere fun to be quarantined. You know, in in my scenario, you are quarantined on a desert island that has electricity. (laughs) What are your three to four must-have desert island collection pins? Three to four. Okay. So, um... I, I'm renting right now. I'm renting Adam's family and I'm having a blast. I love Adam's family. So definitely that one. And actually like Matt had me make my, my wish list on Pinside the other day. Cause he was like, mm-hmm. if you have a wish list, like you'll get the ads, like when they come up for sale. So I made my wish list and he was like, uh, you have like champagne taste. <laughs> <laughs> like, these are going to tell me that they're for sale, but it's still like thousands of dollars. Like what? Come on now. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, Adam's family. Yeah, but budget is no like money's no option. Like whatever yeah. you want on your desert island. That's right. My, it's it's a desert island. I like you know random, perfectly functioning, fabulous pins can have have been marooned on the island with me. Uh, Adam's family, Attack from Mars. I love Attack from Mars. You do love Attack from Mars. <laughs> uh, I love how you're like yes, that is well known. Um, yeah, I think you said that in like when we did the original uh, Inside the Pinball Arcade. I think that was your uh, pin you love. Yes. Or your, or, 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 and I think sound. it would be Vivim in your Grail pin. Yes. Yes. Tales from Arabian Nights. Is that what it's called? Arabian Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tale of Arabian Nights. Yeah. Toe Tan. I love that one. That one's a lot of fun. And yeah, I that like would be it's for fun. Interesting because, like, like I think one of the things that makes um, Adam's family so appealing is like there's there's a lot going on. Like, there's a lot of different modes and like yada yada. And I think that um, Arabian Nights does that as well, like well as well. Um, so that one's really cool. And there's a really cool one. Matt, you sh- Matt showed me an ad where this guy had like totally blinged it out and like made like the like like the lock bar and like the coin coin door is like gold plated and looks super fancy it's so cool fancy fancy uh that one and um i i fell in love with the doctor who pin in houston when i played it that one was a lot of fun with like the which doctor who i don't know it's older so it has okay that pop out and like ah exterminate and it gets a little crazier like it like raises the level and it's it's fun it's fun because it gets a little chaotic like the further you go (laughs) the longer your ball lasts it gets more and more chaotic i think yeah 
I think that those would be like our desert. Those would be your desert islands that we had. Adam's Family, Attack from Mars, Totan, and the original Doctor Who. So, yay! I'm glad you made me think this out because you know that like in my kitchen, like I have like the wall where we have pinball machines and like Mm -hmm. uh, we figured out that that will fit like three or maybe four depending on like the size. Right. So we're like, we right now we have we have Blackout. We're renting Adam's family and Matt found a really good deal on Earthshaker, which apparently for him was like a grill pin. I didn't know that, but he was super <laughs> excited about it. I was like, okay, uh, Earthshaker, I guess. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you can have one. Uh, no, I mean, it's fun. It's fun. I like it. But like, if we have this tiny little space to put three or four pins, like, and I, and money was not an object, like which three or four pins would it be? It would be those. It, it would be those. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Awesome. All right. Well, Tina, thank you for playing and thank you for being on the show today. I super duper appreciate it. Um, again, guys, Tina um, helps me run Bells and Chimes San Antonio. She's amazing. Um, you know, if you want to find out more about Tina, you can always visit our Bells and Chimes Facebook page or our Instagram page, or you can just reach out, you know, via Bells and BCSATX pinball at gmail.com that's our official gmail account for bells um but uh but tina thank you for uh re-recording this with me i super appreciate it um this is the 50th episode so to me it's a really big deal it's also the one-year anniversary show um so thank you thank you it means a lot i mean the the statistic is that most most podcasts don't make it past seven episodes so the fact that we're at 50 it's like yes we're gonna keep going we're gonna keep going it's gonna be great you guys um so again tina thank you for for making today possible i appreciate it uh two announcements uh announcement number one so speaking of actually speaking of uh social media and I had kind of gone back and forth on this for quite some time. And um, it was kind of partially because of the reaction and just the crazy people that kind of came out of the woodwork um, for the diversity episode. But also I've had some other issues as well. Um, I have decided to move um, off of Facebook. So um, I am moving into a Discord server. So for those of you who do not know what Discord is, it is a... um, I don't want to say it's a social media platform because it's really not. It's actually a platform used by gamers to chat amongst themselves. Um, it's very akin to like 90s chat rooms is what it kind of reminds me of. Um, it's mostly text-based. Um, it's a lot of fun for for those of you who have not used Discord before. It is free. You just sign up for an account. And um, I am going to put a link in the show notes. I'll also put a link on Facebook. Um, the Facebook page will probably be up for about another month. And then that's going to go away. Um, we will, I, we being me, um, I'm going to still stay on Instagram because I kind of like Instagram because it's visual. Um, but um, the Facebook and the Twitter uh, for Backbox are going to go away. So we'll just have the uh, Discord and um, the uh, Instagram page. I, I highly encourage you guys to join Discord. It's a lot of fun. It's an opportunity for us to kind of just chat amongst ourselves about all things Backbox and pinball and all that all that good stuff. It's a lot of fun. And again, Discord's totally free. Uh, other thing, I want to put a shout out to, I've talked about him at the, earlier in the episode, uh, Jeff and Marty from Final Round Pinball uh, Podcast invited me on to their Pinberg episode. And um, they essentially put us in rounds and teams like you would be at the actual Pinberg, which should have been um, this past or this week. And it's 
a lot of fun. I got an opportunity to play um, with some really fun folks. A uh, big shout out to to Colin McAlpine. I got to play with him. Um, he was in my Pinberg foursome. I should have seen the writing on the wall, but I won't ruin the surprise for you guys. Um, but it was so much fun. Um, Jeff is going to release that this week, I believe. So you can definitely check uh, check me out there. Um, that'll be a lot of fun. And I'll put a, a link out there for that um, on um, on Instagram and inside Discord as well. Um, but again, Tina, thank you for being here. I super duper appreciate it. And listeners, thank you so much for for sticking around. I know I've been a little absent and I apologize, but don't worry. I'm going to get back on the horse. Uh, we're going to get back to it. I'm excited about the episode after this, the interview I did with Kelly Moncla, the Moncla family. Um, they're amazing. You guys, if you ever have any questions, comments, if you um, have a a uh, person you think would be a great uh, guest on the show, feel free to email me backboxpinballpodcast at gmail.com. Tina, again, thank you so much. I really appreciate you being here today. Yay. Thank you for having me again. Oh, it's my pleasure. You guys, thank you so much. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other and keep flipping. <laughs>